protecting your assets for the next generation. You're listening to The Strong Room, a paid commercial program. Unless otherwise identified, the guests on the program are employees of or otherwise represent the advertiser. The opinions expressed are those of the advertiser and do not necessarily reflect the views and policies of 770 CHQR. Welcome to The Strong Room. I'm Peter Watts. Having gone through the estate planning exercise myself, I recognize the need to be proactive about such things as tax planning. But as I always say on this program, the exercise is not just an estate plan, it's a life plan. It's about giving definition to what you want from your life going forward. Yes, there are things you need to put in place, like a power of attorney and a will, but there are so many other reasons to establish your own life plan. If nothing else, you can lay out a bucket list of things you'd like to accomplish, and then figure out what you'll need to make that wish list a reality. We'll talk about some tax planning, especially for small business, along with the value of life insurance a little later. But we begin with the discussion with Sherry McMillan about some of the life factors that drive some folks to create a life plan. When the parents usually come through our door, they are really looking at life head on. And they're usually living in a very realistic point of view at this juncture because over the decades, maybe they've experienced one or two health issues. And of course, the health issue that's the most relevant to many people is dementia or Alzheimer's. These kinds of mental health issues are obviously more and more pressing every decade we age. And statistics show that because we're living so much longer today, we're living to 100, any of us that live past the ages of 85 of us will lose some form of our mental capacity and have a measure of dementia at some level. It may not be full-blown, you know, loss of memory, but there'll be measures of it. And usually this is a gradual process. It's not instantaneous. So when we have the privilege of working with a family, the first thing that, you know, we do with the family unit is we work out what the wishes of the family are pertaining to loss of memory or health care and these types of things. But what's not often considered, because we haven't had these generations before us where we're caring for elder parents um, in the way we are now, is we need to have the discussion generationally. It cannot be that we just talk about it with husband and wife, we need to also encapsulate the family unit that will be accountable for that. Because it's easy to tell a husband and wife, you know, this is what I expect you to do if I face that health issue. But often it's not going to be the husband or wife that are dealing with it. Because what will happen is it will be the next generation that is dealing with these issues due to the fact that we're living so long. So we think it's really fundamental that we include the next generation um, in the discussion of the healthcare directives, so that they truly understand the philosophy behind them. Because, as you know, today in modern soci- society, we have lots of availability uh, to work with these illnesses proactively. And I think that's really important because we haven't had to think about that historically because we didn't have longevity on our side, but today we do. Ever worked with a client or family where the younger generation comes out of that meeting and says, I learned some things today that I'm going to incorporate into my own life so that I am better prepared mentally and from a health standpoint to live a longer life? Absolutely, Peter. I mean, it's not 
a secret or a rocket science today that they've done a lot of research and science to show how we can at least prevent or slow down some of these progressive diseases. And, you know, it comes down to the, the terrifying word of lifestyle, but many times and a lot of times it is our lifestyle that determines our long-term health. And so we've actually seen parents change um their health directive by changing their lifestyle today and hopefully slowing down at least some of the progressive issues that we have around uh, mental health and, you know, dementia and so forth. And when the younger people understand that they have a measure of control over this, it actually gives them a peace of mind and also um, an ability to take that control into their own hands. And so we're seeing a generation that isn't just sitting on their laurels, I'll call it, saying, well, whatever happens, happens, because they understand that it's not that simple and that actually they can at least give it a good fight to make sure their longevity and health is progressive into the deep decades of retirement, if possible. Because it's not about how long we live, it's about the quality of life we have when we live long. And so many of us, you know, want to take advantage of, we've seen many young people say, well, You know, my parents have faced that because they didn't understand the science behind things. But, you know, I've quit smoking. I've started to eat less meat. I mean, all kinds of things that they are able to prove now um, have a direct impact in our long-term health. I'm reminded why estate planning is important. Protecting assets, maximizing wealth, minimizing tax. Under the heading of protecting assets, you are the biggest asset you have in your estate. That's right, Peter. And that's why we say it's your life plan. It's about you. And you are the center of your plan. Everything else is just a tool so you can have a wonderful life. And, you know, for you to have a wonderful life, it's not as simple as tax. It's not as simple as legal planning. It's much more complex than that today. And one of the facets that has to be at the forefront is your own health. And you need to be your own steward of your health because we are living so long now into the future. And we don't want to just live long. We want to live long with quality of life. And so how do we fight that fight to keep that youth that we want in our life for as many decades as possible? How often do you sit down with a family and have the younger members of the family say, I can see what mom and dad are going through now. I can see what I wish they had done 10 years ago. uh, And I can incorporate that lesson both into the caregiving that they require and into my own situation going forward. I think it's very, very common. But sadly, Peter, I'll say based on human nature, um, we often see this with the next generation when somebody's already become ill. And now all of a sudden it becomes real that this is the consequence sometimes of these lifestyle choices. Um, You know, I... I use myself as a case study in this measure. I have a wonderful father-in-law, but his lifestyle hasn't been excellent through his life. He's been overweight, um, drank a little too much. He calls it the clean living lifestyle, but I call it the dirty one. And, you know, obviously he's only in his mid-60s, but he has a lot of health issues that he shouldn't otherwise have at this age. 
And now looking at that as a younger person, I realize even though it might be cold and snowy on Saturday, perhaps I better go do my run. And so it does impact us if we can look reflectively at the generations ahead of us because they didn't have the information we have today, neither. They didn't have all the science proving the things that we need to do right to maintain our health. And of course, there's things outside our our control. Of course, there are, but there's many things that are in our control. And so I'm finding generationally, each generation is becoming more proactive in protecting themselves in this particular way. When you do an estate plan, you're sometimes working with two or three generations of clients in the same family unit, uh, each of which is perhaps getting something different out of what they're being offered uh, and what you're recommending. Yes. In in fact, right now, Peter, I would say that a large uh, segment of our clientele now have what we call private health, where they have, you know, their own family doctor set where they do their annual physical, they make sure that their blood pressures are good, they do their workouts. It's all part of their self-care because they know they are living decades ahead. And once they take control of that, it's often a natural progression that the children and grandchildren do the same. So, you know, I frequently do visit doctor's offices due to the work that we do. And I'll go in and I'll see two or three generations there and they're not sick. They're being proactive so they're not sick. Life planning and tax planning is part of the exercise. So is the conversation you need to have with your family about how you see the future unfolding and what plans you have to deal with the what-ifs of life. Next week will be your last chance to do a little research on the topic before the summer. This month will be the last chance before the summer to attend a Macmillan Estate Planning Seminar. The dates are June 20th in Red Deer and June 21st in Calgary. You can register online at macmillanestate.com or you can call the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464. There's still a lot of concern about how passive investments are going to be treated under the most recent federal budget. You need to be prepared for that. And the best way to be prepared is to do some planning. That way, the tax hit you may take can be minimized. There are tools to do that, but you need to get your life plan in place so you can take advantage of opportunities. Remember, the tax planning cannot be retroactive. You need to get ahead of the process. Again, those seminar dates are Wednesday, June 20th in Red Deer and Thursday evening, June 21st in Calgary. Register online at macmillanestate.com or call the office weekdays during business hours at 403-266-6464. When we come back, a conversation with Sherry and with legal counsel Henry Villanueva about small business and the need to be proactive in terms of tax planning. You're listening to The Strong Room on 770 CHQR. 